Welcome. I'm Victoria Mary Fatch, a published poet and the owner of a closet full of love letters from my husband and myself to each other that helps people understand how to enrich their marriage and make their love more powerful. Welcome to Love, Words, and Poetry. This is episode two, March 11th, 2023. The beginning poem is Geometrics, which was published in San Diego Writers Monthly in October of 1992. Geometrics. I move from one careful cube to another, fulfill my graph of everyday life, each square of desk, of book, of chair, coordinates vision in harmonic frames. In the flat world of plains, a blue bonnet hill rises parabola, disrupts the plot of angles and lines. I am sprung by the contours of arcs and blurred edges. Irregular blossoms erupt through the canvas, unraveling perspective and view. Since the Blue Bonnet Hill was one of the ways to disrupt the flat world of angles and lines, we'll take Blue Bonnet as our word for today. Blue Bonnets will be coming into bloom in Texas very soon, usually from the end of March until the beginning of April. I discovered when I was doing a little research on them that there are actually six different lupine species and only one has the official name of Texas bluebonnet or Lupinus texensis. They grow in most southwestern states, but of course as Texans we like to claim them for our own. Although they are both in the Lupinus genus, they blossom at different times and in different climates. The shape of the petals of the blue bonnet flower resembles the bonnets worn by pioneer women, and that's where they got their name. They're typically blue. The flower florets also grow in shades of white, pink, lavender, purple, and maroon. Each floret has a wide white banner spot in the center of the banner petal. That's our word for today, blue bonnet. The love letters I'm sharing today are from a weekend that my husband and I gave when we were doing an enrichment. They began with two questions, which we answered in our letter, again, focusing primarily on our feelings. The first question was, why did I come here this weekend? And the second, what do I hope to gain? My husband's letter read, Dearest Vicki, your most endearing quality to me right now is your love for the couples. After the stresses we've been experiencing, I could be asking the first question of myself more seriously this time than on most other weekends. Yet I think I'd ultimately give the same answer. I'm here because I'm still convinced that God wants us to be here, sharing ourselves with the couples bringing church to them in a way they've probably never heard it before. 
I've also had a real sense that God wants us here for us as well. Heaven knows we need the recharging. And this is going into the second question, really. I see this weekend as the vehicle for that. We really do need the time just for ourselves. Just writing this has given me feelings of hopefulness, like the sun breaking out from behind the clouds. It's like I've shaken loose a lot of baggage, a lot of barnacles, and now I'm finally ready to move. It's a fresh, clean, spring-like feeling. In color, it's a crisp blue, and in intensity, it's probably a seven and a half on a scale of one to 10. My needs for belonging are really involved here. I've been chasing self-worth and autonomy so much, especially during my job search, that I know belongings gotten neglected. I love you a whole lot. Always your Wes. And in my letter, I wrote, My dearest Wes, your most endearing quality to me now is the way you give me strength, even when I am nervous. Once again, I am here because I believe in the weekend, because we have been called forth to be a team to share the weekend with these couples. I came with a lot of hesitation and concern and even fearfulness, less than my usual amount of excitement and enthusiasm, but with a belief that we are doing God's work. And as I thought back to Friday night of our weekend and all that lies in store for these couples, I really pray that they may be touched as we were and that the Lord may use us to touch them. I hope to gain a renewed enthusiasm for the weekend as well as to deepen our own relationship and to polish up our communication. I hope to gain a deepening awareness of God's presence in our lives as well. I love you a lot, my lover. Yours always. When we wrote these questions on a weekend, especially a marriage enrichment weekend, after we had written them, we would exchange them. Each of us would read the other's letter twice. Then we would probably pick one feeling from one of the letters and try to learn to understand that better. I might have chosen Wes's feeling of hopefulness asked him to describe it in more detail. He was looking for a job at the time, and I might have asked him, did his hopefulness seem greater even though he was still on his job search? And we'd spend about 10 minutes trying to explain his feeling a little better so that I could really understand it. At the end, we would usually get have a hug and a kiss and we'd feel like we were much closer than we had been before we'd read our letters. Since we're in the month of March, as I record this, my closing poem will be set in March, and although it was published in an anthology called Down Peaceful Paths in 1991, after we'd already moved to California, the original poem was written in New Jersey, and most of the descriptions from this poem are from New Jersey. March Renaissance. One, 
Ice embraces the orchard, shriveled into skeletons of summer, crystal on black, bleak, and bare, careless calligraphy slashed upon snow. Two, old gods creep back to ramshackle Olympus, drifting in tattered shrouds. Poseidon belches in the deep. Gnarled Hades shivers, banks the fire. And Zeus Boanerges snores, redreaming ruined Parthenons, walled cities anchored to earth by the weight of dead troubadours. Three, a crust of leaves moves imperceptibly, pierced by a spike of green, then disintegrates before the force of purple crocus, yellow, white, lavender striped, Bold onslaught, broad hyacinth sets the bees abuzz on butter-fluted trumpets jonquil jazz, while convoluted tulip sheaths curl open in red satin hearts and crowns of amber and gold. Air-breath life seamless as Turin's veil, fruit trees flesh out in pink and white bloom, Demeter's daughter escapes her cold cell, dress rehearsal for Jerusalem. May love, words, and poetry fill you with joy in the coming days.